I think it's important uh, that we touch on this topic that uh, some people might find stimulating in some ways because it involves breasts. Did I get your attention there? Okay, good. Now that I have your attention, let's get serious. Uh, breast cancer can be devastating. Each year, 27,000 women are diagnosed with breast cancer, and of those 5,000 die. Nearly 40% of breast cancer cases are expected to be diagnosed in females age 30 to 59. It's important that we talk about it. And it's important that we talk about the fact that some of the screening programs that are offered throughout this country are not uh, catching all forms of breast cancer. Dr. Paula Gordon is a medical advisor for Dense Breast Canada. Doctor, last time we spoke, we were talking about dense breasts and how not all breasts are um, are the same. There are some people that have dense breasts, and because of their breast tissue, uh, not all cancers are picked up as uh, quickly by the standard uh, screening uh, processes that we go through. Can you speak to that again? Just give us a refresher. Sure. The refresher is that uh, on a mammogram, which is the gold standard screening test that is done to look for breast cancer before it's big enough to feel as a lump, uh, there's different women have different kinds of tissue. Uh, some women are blonde, some women are redhead, and so on. And breast tissue varies uh, because all women have in their breasts fat and breast tissue, which is composed of glandular and fibrous tissue. But the proportions vary from one woman to the next. So some women, for, for example, at, at opposite ends of the spectrum, their breasts are completely fatty, so they'll look dark gray or black on the mammogram, and other women who have lots of breast tissue, their breasts can look white on a mammogram. And then there's the in-between mixture of black and white. And the reason that's relevant is that on a mammogram, breast cancer looks white. So if you have a woman whose breasts are largely fatty and dark on the mammogram, we can see even tiny cancers easily. They jump out um, Mm. as white on black. But if a woman's normal breast tissue is very white, it can mask that cancer, and we won't see it. Even a larger cancer can be missed on a woman's mammogram. So it's really important that women know what their breast density is. And this is one of, one of the deficiencies across the country, is that women aren't told on their mammogram report, and women do get a copy in, in lay language when they have a mammogram. They do, have, they do get a letter telling them mm-hmm. that their mammogram is normal or not. And the information should be included as to what density category they fall into. And so the categories are A, B, C, and D. A and B are not dense. They're the mm-hmm. darker looking breasts on a mammogram. C and D are dense. And women should know what their category is, just like most people who who go to the doctor, know what their blood pressure is. It's just um, medical information that's important for women to know. And um, only uh, four, sorry, not all provinces are telling women their density. I know you're in Ontario. In Ontario, only women who are in category D are told that they have dense breasts. But women Who are they told by? It's actually it should be inc- if it should be included in their mammogram report. And in Ontario, women who have category D are called back for a mammogram every year. Okay, 
Because I, I'm a, I'm a D girl. I don't have any problem saying that. And one of the signs of being, you know, having dense breasts would be a super painful mammogram, correct? Because it's no, it, no, not no, not at all. Really? Okay. No, uh, women can be completely fatty and have more discomfort during the mammogram. So mammogram. So it just hurts for everybody. Is that the case? Uh, it varies from <laughs> some women don't mind it a bit. Other women find it excruciating, but it shouldn't be excruciating. If if you are super uncomfortable, you've got to tell the technologist doing the exam mm-hmm. when to stop compressing. Now, we need to compress. It's important to let them compress because that helps us see cancers better. It spreads the tissue out. It lets us use a lower dose of radiation. So you want it to be uncomfortable, but it's... It should not be excruciating. And remember, that discomfort lasts a few seconds. Right. The technologist finishes compressing, runs behind the panel, pushes a button, the picture is taken, and instantly, as soon as that picture is taken, the compression releases automatically. So those few seconds of discomfort uh, you know, should be tolerated. They, it can mm-hmm. save your life. So it's, you listen, I, so you, if we're finding out in Ontario that, uh, you know, C could still be a problem. Why are we only focusing on the D category? Uh, you'd have to ask uh, Cancer Care Ontario. It's, 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 it's inappropriate to withhold important health information from women. Those women in category C need to know that they have dense breasts, that they're, if they are unlucky enough to get a cancer, it might not show on their mammogram. It's a good reason to do breast mm-hmm. self-examination. Everybody should check their breasts because sometimes a lump will be felt even before something shows on a mammogram in a woman with dense breasts. And okay, also- speaking, since we're speaking frankly about this and you've already uh, dispelled one of uh, the, the myths, I guess, that I was going by when it comes to breasts. I thought we'd reached a point where a self-examination was faulty uh, at best and that we were supposed to then rely on the screening practices that are, that are available to us in the medical community. Well, if, uh, if everybody was uh, having ideal screening, meaning an annual mammogram starting at 40, then breast self-examination would still play a role, but perhaps be less important. But in Ontario, women aren't invited to start having mammograms till they're 50 years old. And so the, the way women are finding their cancers, mm-hmm. and 17% of cancers occur to women in their 40s, those women are finding their cancers by often accidental breast self-examination. They're, they're in the shower, and uh, they slide their hand, and, whoa, what's that? That's... Mm-hmm feel something different in their breast or um, they roll over on their side and hmm, what's that? Something feels different. So we want women to find their cancers as early as possible. And uh, starting at 40 would be ideal, but... but Is this a cost issue? Because, I mean, ultimately, it's going to cost more if somebody uh, contract, you know, develops breast cancer than screening. Do you think that this is a problem within uh, the funding Situation. I'm sure, I'm sure that has a huge role to play. Right. Uh, you'll never, you'll never hear the uh, cancer agency say that, um, and that you know they could argue that well, it costs more to treat an advanced cancer than an early cancer. But in order to find those cancers which are less common in younger women, you have to screen all those women, and there, there's, there is a cost. What they will say though. When you ask them, why don't we screen everybody? They'll say, well, cancer is less common and, um, and uh, we're just going to make women anxious if we do a mammogram and they need to come back for extra tests. 
which is, wow. of course, patronizing <laughs> and condescending. Women are used to being called back, say, for a pap smear. Sure. You have a pap smear. Sometimes there's some irregularity that needs further checking. Well, the same thing with mammography and with breast ultrasound, which is the other test that women with dense breasts uh, should be offered, uh, mm-hmm. and they're not consistently across the country. So we have Is a there another screening process for, for women with dense breasts, or is it just uh, ultrasound and... Uh there are loads of other tests. Ultrasound is the most widely available, and it's inexpensive. Yeah. You've probably heard of breast MRI. Now, that is the most sensitive test for cancer, mm-hmm. but it's very expensive, and it's reserved for women who are at super high risk to get, get breast cancer, like women who have the breast cancer gene or women who had Hodgkin's disease and had high-dose radiation to their chest wall when they were younger. So ultrasound is for intermediate risk women. Those, that includes the women with dense breasts and maybe so, a, a woman with a first degree family history. I know that the uh, Dense Press of Canada just recently um, asked people to fill out a survey and the results of it were not, um, I mean, they weren't uplifting. They weren't that positive because they show that um, Canada's breast screening practices seem to be failing some women. I'm wondering if you could go through some of the findings of that very quickly and also um, what you're asking the government for, because you are asking uh, both the provincial and federal governments to take action. Correct. So there's, some, there's loads that came out of that survey. 42% of women did not know the age that they were eligible for mammography in their province. Um, a third of women didn't feel that the discussions they were having with their healthcare providers about breast screening were adequate for their needs. Uh, over half of women did not know that 75% of women who get breast cancer have no family history. That's another huge myth. Women have said to me, oh, I don't need to worry about breast cancer because it's not in my family. 75% of women who get breast cancer don't have a family history. All women need to worry about, not worry, be concerned about breast cancer and get screened. Mm-hmm. Also, most screening programs across the country start at age 74, stop at age 74. And women who are older than 74 uh, report feeling dismissed once they're not eligible for screening. I mean, 74 is the new 54, right? right. And yeah, so these sure. Were, and, and it's still worth finding cancers early in that age group. In fact, as long as a woman's life expectancy is about 10 years, it's worth doing screening because if we find a small cancer, she can have it treated with a small operation and less aggressive treatment. Also, even in younger women, uh, younger than 40, if it goes to her doctor with a lump, um, they're reporting that they're being dismissed. The doctor's saying, oh, don't worry about it. You're too young to get breast cancer. And unfortunately, that's not true. We have young women being put off, and then they finally get diagnosed. But by then, it's large, and it's spread. And some women are even uh, stage four at the time and of it's, diagnosis. Listen, if a doctor said that to me, I'd be like, it's time to get a new doctor. The problem is we have a, har- a shortage of uh, family doctors, so it's it's tough to do that. What do you uh, recommend if a doctor says something like that? What, what course of action should somebody take? Uh, well, uh, in fact, there's there's several. One is just as you said, find another family doctor, go to a walk-in clinic. Uh, it doesn't have to be a doctor; nurse practitioners can re- can refer. And it's a um, it's a woman's choice whether to have a screening mammogram, say, starting at 40. But mm-hmm. if a woman has symptoms, if she has a lump and it's not her usual lumpiness, it really needs to be checked. You're never too young to get breast cancer. And 
even women in their 40s who go to the doctor and say, look, I, I know the pros and cons of having screening mammography, and I would like you to give me a requisition so I can have a mammogram. 11% of respondents in their 40s said that the, they were denied a requisition from their family doctor. And in fact, even the Canadian Task Force, which is one of the reasons we don't all do screening starting at 40, says that it is up to a woman. It's her choice if she wants a mammogram. You're calling on the federal and provincial governments to do what? We need more education for family doctors and women. We need women to be able to self-refer for screening mammography starting at 40. We need all women to be told their breast density. And ideally, that supplemental screening with breast ultrasound uh, to be offered uh, to women. Um, it currently, uh, only, only British Columbia covers supplemental screening ultrasound for women with dense breasts. MyBreastScreening.ca is a tool that you've you've got to help demystify the screening for women, give them some knowledge and power. I strongly recommend you check that uh, that site out and pass it on to the women in your life. MyBreastScreening.ca. Thank you so much, Dr. Gordon. It's been a pleasure having you on the show again. Thanks, Kelly. Take care. Cheers. All right, uh, that is Dr. Paula Gordon, medical advisor for Dense Breast Canada.